On today's broadcast, I cover everything I think you should know about the current state of account aggregation. So get ready, FPPAD Bits and Bytes begins now. Hey everyone, I'm Bill Winterberg and thank you for joining me for this week's Advisor Technology News Broadcast. A full transcript of this show, as well as the links to the stories covered in this broadcast, are available over on the website, which you will find over at fppad.com slash 204. So this week's update starts with a quiet yet noteworthy escalation in the battle for access to consumer financial data collected by many of the account aggregation companies, as eight of them announced a new coalition called the Consumer Financial Data Rights Industry Group. So who's part of this group? Names that should be familiar are Investnet Yodley, Betterment, and Personal Capital, with less familiar B2C startups Affirm, Digit, Cabbage, Ripple, and Vero Money rounding out the list. See, back in November 2015, large banks like J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and Bank of America throttled, and I did air quotes there, access to customer account data by account aggregation services that ultimately ended up on sites like Mint.com, Personal Capital, and others, causing users of those services to have inaccurate information on their account transactions and investment holdings. The banks did acknowledge the throttling, saying they did it out of concerns for account security and to protect customer data. Oh, really? Because by my research, account aggregation has been around for the better part of 28 years. How many known security breaches have been reported by the account aggregation services? Zero. So now, all of a sudden, the banks are concerned about security? Now, obviously... There's some tension here, and I'm sympathetic to both sides. And the tension is significant enough that even the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has taken interest in the issue. So here's what I want you to do. When you're done listening to or reading this week's update, go to fppad.com slash 204, where I have links for this week's stories. And at the top, I'm going to link the CFPB's request for information about the use of account aggregation services. If you're using account aggregation to enhance the advice you give to your clients, or even just see a comprehensive picture of their net worth, consider adding your comments on the rights you feel consumers should have to give permission to third-party aggregators in order to access their data. Because if you don't take the opportunity to add your two cents, you can't complain about what happens with the future of account aggregation. So I'm going to stay on the topic of account aggregation with the next story, because I find it interesting that this week, JPMorgan Chase just announced its own agreement with Intuit to offer client account data access through a new API. So what's different about this API? Well, with most of the existing aggregators, a Chase customer would have to enter their username and password into the account aggregation service, which would then go out and log in to the Chase servers usually done overnight when it's not very busy, and then pull in the account transactions. This new API, however, allows Chase customers to grant access to Intuit right within their Chase account. They don't need to give their username and password to Intuit. So that's great if customers who want aggregation operate within the Chase and Intuit ecosystem, but where I live in the real world, accounts are held all over the place. I'm concerned that Chase will start reducing access to account aggregators like Investnet Yodely, Fiserv's Cash Edge, and maybe even eMoney, and force them to program to this new API. Now, if the new API doesn't cost anything, it's probably a good thing, and certainly helps protect the security of a customer's username and password. But 
If Chase starts charging a fee for access to this new API, well, that starts to get a little bit political. And another unknown is how Finicity may or may not be affected by this, because if you recall, Intuit said it was shutting down support for its account aggregation APIs last year and transitioned sales and support entirely over to Finicity. So if a Chase client enables the API for Intuit, does that also mean the Chase account data will be available through the Finicity relationship as well? If you happen to know the answer, let me know, and I'll post a follow-up and keep you in the loop. So why spend all this time on account aggregation this week? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's because I continue to see strong demand for account aggregation services, with one example just this week, where Wealth Access, operating out of Nashville, Tennessee, announced that it now has $41 billion in assets tracked on its platform from 130 wealth management organizations, with both figures up over 50% from this time last year. And in an email I received from Personal Capital, they've now crossed over $300 billion in assets that are tracked with their digital tools, of course, all powered by account aggregation. And with the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule, even with its fate in jeopardy, the momentum is already growing where advisors may need to use account aggregation to get the full picture of how a client's existing portfolio is allocated before making a recommendation on how to make changes in a new portfolio. How can you do that? Well, unless you want to gather reams of paper statements from clients, the answer is account aggregation. So I've linked to all stories mentioned in this week's broadcast over on my website. So be sure to check them out over at fbpad.com slash 204. And next week, I'll be attending the TD Ameritrade Institutional National Link Conference, along with my executive producer, Steve Bierman. So if you'll be at that event, be sure to stop me in the hallways and say hello. And that wraps up this week's broadcast on the best in advisor technology and more. If you have something to say or you have a story you think should be featured in a future episode, please send me a tweet on Twitter. I'm at Bill Winterberg. Or if you're not already receiving my email newsletter, you can sign up for that at fppad.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Bill Winterberg. See you next time. 